We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We're still on the air. Democracy hasn't died yet, folks. Hang on. Ah, just trying to breathe oxygen while I can. It's going to end soon. <laughs> Just a kidding you, 707 on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. Hour number two begins. Time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. Today is the day. Hopefully, if you haven't voted already, you're going to be getting in line right now. Polls opened a few minutes ago. And special guest joining us now, Police Chief of Santa Fe College, running for Gainesville City Commission, Ed Book. Good morning, Ed. Oh, good morning, and thanks for having me, Bob and Greg. It's great to be here on Election Day. Yeah, it's uh, it's going to be a great day, I feel like, and we hopeful, hopefully good things will happen, you know, locally, regionally, and, and everywhere else. Quick question, though, related to your ongoing job as police chief of Santa Fe College. Any special things that you're doing because of the storm Nicole bearing down on us? Yeah, so at Santa Fe College, we always have a very, very deep and experienced emergency management team, and they're doing preparation. So what's preparation look like? It's l- removing loose materials. It's picking up garbage cans, getting prepared for sandbags, looking for leaks, and obviously monitoring the weather and getting out information for our college community. Fantastic. So there's a protocol checklist, and... Uh folks are all over it. I like to hear that. Now, Ed, have you ever run for public office before? No, uh, Bob, I have never run. This has been a 10-month real learning experience for me. I've really enjoyed it, and today is the culmination. Yeah, I I can imagine it probably has been a learning experience. So, you know, you've got a great gig right now, great job, and uh, and so you're already kind of giving back. Well, not kind of. You're giving back to the community. That's a great thing. What what kind of pushed you to say, you know what, I'm going to take a lot of time and energy and put up a lot of aggravation because, you know, I want to run for Gainesville City Commission. What uh, what exactly motivated you? Yeah, what? why did you do it is the question I hear. Yeah. So I've been in a community and serving in public safety and, and committing service to our community for over 35 years. Um, I had been thinking about it for years, and, and the short answer is I can do more. And that's not a cliche, and it's not a logo. I understand how to network with people. I understand how to treat people well. I understand how to get things done. And this was at towards the end of my law enforcement career. Let's do that. Let's do more. All right. So you've got energy uh, and ideas, and you want to do more. What would be like the top of your agenda in terms of priorities, things that you feel like need to be addressed in the city of Gainesville and and things that maybe you can help to address. Well, so I've been on public radio before, and the first piece is simply treating people as if they matter, listening to people when they're coming on the dais, understanding what the community's priorities are, not what my priorities are. And then some of the other platform pieces are really, really critical and concrete, like balancing our budget, having good roads, uh, good travel corridors for all forms of transportation parks and recreation and we do have people in poverty and if we're not addressing those who are most vulnerable then we're not doing very well as a city whatsoever and that's absolutely essential 
Give me an idea of how you would address poverty. All right, so this is an affordable living and an affordable housing solution. You need to have comprehensive solutions. This is making sure they have good transit, making sure their utilities are are energy efficient, making sure that they have good and equitable housing, not poor housing, but good and equitable housing. And you have to look at those things comprehensively. What else? They should have access to fresh food, not canned food. Canned food is good, but we all want to have the ability to be eat and eat nutritious meals at all times. So you can make it available. I know they've done some studies. They might have made some headway on it, but I know for a time there, you know, a lot of stores didn't carry a lot of stuff in in uh, impoverished neighborhoods because it, it wasn't always because it wasn't available. People made choices. They went for the well, like a lot of us do. It's necessarily poverty. Go for driven, convenience. But, yeah, convenience. Mm-hmm. So what? I mean, how can you change people's habits? Well, there's a program. You don't necessarily have to uh, change people's habits. What you need to do is make sure they have opportunity gotcha. to get those particular foods get fresh foods and that's something like having vegetable gardens in your neighborhoods that's something that's being done right now that's a funding stream from state and federal areas so that doesn't necessarily have to impact the city budget and yet we can do that to help people make sure they get access that's, to that that's great because i was going to ask you you know a lot of the things that people would like to do to help those who are in need that does cost money and uh, in the city of gainesville uh, taxes aren't considered low and then you've got gru to deal with this as a utility so you, you know and and we have inflation now and of course it's nobody's fault there on the city commission but inflation is real and people are hurting so how would you pay for some of these programs like affordable housing and affordable transportation? All right, so this is a great question, and this is the push-pull of budget accountability. So we know right now if you just simply took the increase in value to our homes, you would already have a few million dollars available to the city to handle these programs that are critical for our vulnerable citizens. That's without raising taxes locally, without increasing fees, without uh, increasing utility transfers. You have money that's available simply because of an increase in property values. And we don't even need to, in- we don't even need to increase that particular uh, burden on people. That's a natural funding stream. And all- the other thing that's absolutely essential is we always need to look to um, our state and federal partners and our nonprofit partners, our charities, and philanthropic organizations to see how can they partner with us so we can do more and leverage the resources we have. So an increase in value as homes continue to go up in value, naturally you are paying more in property taxes. You're not saying that you would raise that um, assessment and or millage. No way. Um, a, a core aspect of what we do is we already have enough burdens on our citizens in the city of Gainesville right now. No increase in fees, no increase in utility transfers, no increases in taxes. Natural inflation will provide some funding streams that we need to do more in the city of Gainesville and still balance the budget. Well, here's a great one for you because you absolutely are an expert in this area, public safety. Um, it is hard to recruit and retain law enforcement officers, as you well know. It uh, it's true everywhere. It's not just Gainesville, Alachua County, Marion County. It's, it is everywhere. 
are there some solid steps that you could take if you make it to the city commission that would help with this retention and recruiting of law enforcement officers and first responders? Well, I appreciate you calling me an expert in public safety because I think it is the only area that I would consider myself well-versed in, but that's why you rely on people with knowledge and expertise. So public safety and law enforcement, our firefighter partners, they all endorse me in this region. And I think the reason that they endorse me is because they know that I support them. Obviously, I'm within public safety, but it's another thing to say I've got their back. And the, what you do for those particular professions is you make sure that, first off, they know they're valued. It's just like the GRU workers. The GRU workers are valued. Uh, that's not where our issues lie within the city. So if you, if you start with that, then you provide wages that are competitive, benefits that are competitive, and the ability for them to have a good working environment, and then you start to make some incremental difference for public safety. So if you're not adding to the tax base other than what naturally occurs is property values go up, yes, sir. Um, I think what you're saying, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I think you want to go in and dig through the whole budget and almost start the whole thing over and reprioritize. If you had your way, that's kind of the direction you would take. Am I correct in that? Well, it's pretty interesting because the city commissioner is one of seven uh, commissioners. And so I certainly realize we need to balance our budget and make sure we're accountable for what monies we have before we know what we can spend. That's what I do in my household. Now, look... um, how much power does one commissioner have in terms of utilizing available staff to say, hey, I'd like to take a look at this or I'd like to go through the books? Um, can you do that or is that something has to be done in, you know, the open sunshine? Well, what you do is in the sunshine and it's transparent and that's good. I will live in the sunshine as a police officer right now. I'm totally comfortable with it. Transparency is fantastic. Okay. All right. Uh Ed Book, he, Gainesville, District 2, City Commission. He's running for it. Uh, lifetime in law enforcement. Now he wants to give even more uh, to the community. So there you go. And, uh, Ed, how can uh, people take a quick look before they run to the polls about you? All right. Bookforgmv.com. B-O-O-K-F-O-R-G-N-V.com. If you haven't voted, today's the day and every vote will matter. I hope you'll consider me. Well said. And it's a pleasure having you again. Ed Book, Gainesville City Commission, District 2. Yes, today is indeed the day. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.